official site fashion first we want to thank you and say we appreciate you for listening to our podcast prepare yourself for a high level conversation authentic and full of insight from young creatives and entrepreneurs be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and follow us on all social media platforms at official site fashion let's dive into it it's your boy Zay, and we're back with another official site fashion podcast and you know on one with again what's up it's your boy Hassan it's your, and it's your boy Zion back again with yet another episode of Official Side Fashion. Fashion, financial literacy, and mindset through the lenses of young creators and entrepreneurs. And yet again, we bring to you another dope young creative and entrepreneur. Today we got Mr. Judah Fashate in the house. I'm owner of Mogul Forever. I know I see the drip in the background, the merch going on. And then we got another special guest in the house. Y'all, y'all met him before. If you've been paying attention, Mr. Put It On Benedict. Nasir Williams in the house. So, uh, man, like we always like to start off by thanking our guests, man. We want to thank you for coming on our platform. Sure, we appreciate y'all. Most definitely being willing to talk about what you got on, got going on. But we all we like to start from the beginning, right? So, Judah, we asked a young Judah, like, what you wanted to be as a child. What, 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 what will you have said to us? Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I would say I want to be famous. I want to play soccer like professionally. Word. Word. That was so damn. So you play soccer? That's a different one. Cause we always have football, the basketball. Yeah, I, I play football too. Cause I play soccer. Mm-hmm. So you know, I took that and you know, being a kicker. Word. Uh, for sure. Word. That's crazy how you how you spun that off. But like like we were talking about before uh, before the interview before the camera started rolling. That like you got Nigerian roots and like. Sir, Nice boy, for sure, for sure. I can relate because I'm Ghanaian. But like, how do you feel like your African roots affected you, like from how you were raised and to who you are today as a like as a man, entrepreneur, student, in all aspects? Yeah, I feel like it's really the mindset, you know. Like, they don't accept failure in my household. You know, mm-hmm. gotta make it out. Mm-hmm. And I would make it out, but you know, do well. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and I'm the eldest of four, so you know, I gotta, you know, oh. set an example for all them. For sure, for like, was that your mindset growing up? Like, I gotta be the standard because yes, exactly. I got somebody looking up to me. Exactly. It's like my little brother, he's the eldest out of three, you know, so he can mess up at school. Like, me, I can't mess up because yeah. they all looking up to me. Mm-hmm. So you really done set the blueprint for them because you done made all the mistakes, right, got all right. the butt whoopers and stuff, so I'm gonna look at you. <laughs> <laughs> I, be, I be wishing I had an older brother sometimes. Yeah, 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 yeah I do sure. too, man. I'm the oldest of uh, three, so I feel you. Um, but I was finna ask you, like, how you think being the oldest sibling and having that level of responsibility, like, transition over to the things you do that you do as an individual, like with school and sports and anything? I feel like it ties back in the same thing, you know, I feel like I got, you know, responsibility, I got weight on my shoulder, I, I have to make it, you know, for them to mm-hmm. yeah. see me, you know, you know see, I got to do it good, good. even surpass them. I told my, my, my siblings, like, don't let nobody tell you you can't do it, not even me. Mm-hmm. Like, I want you to be better than me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so, yeah. Most definitely, bro, that's really inspirational. So, like, now today you got Mogul Forever, just the name sure. itself is just, like, significant, <laughs> I feel like. 
But like we said, let's start from the beginning. Where did your fashion sense or like who inspired you in fashion from the start? Like, what was you first looking at? Well, to be honest, I ain't always been so much of a big fashion guy. Like, but to be honest, like I was always a kid in school, always wore the same thing every day. Mm-hmm. And the thing about me is, you know, I just know how to get some money. Like, I say, you know, everybody got ten dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I figure out a way to get ten dollars from ten people. That's money. Figure out to do that. Keep doing it. That's money. So mm-hmm. I'm like, these people got money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get money from some clothes. Mm-hmm. I'm a graphic designer, so mm-hmm. I put some stuff together. Whoa! So you was a graphic designer before you made clothes? Sir, I, I, Okay, good. Yeah, I got a graphic business called GFX. Okay. Yeah. And also, okay. Word. Word. Oh, this man do it all. So I mean, like, the multi talented. <laughs> so, so, like, how'd you get into the graphic design? Like, how did that come about since it was before the clothing? Well, I'll say, you know, my dad, uh, he has a graphic design business, like, in print and stuff. Word. So, I had access to Photoshop. Mm. So, you know, I started playing around with it. He would have me, like, crop out certain stuff for, like, projects he'd be doing. And then I just, you know, start playing around with it, start figuring out how to do some cool stuff. Right. Get in my YouTube thumbnails, my old YouTube channel. Right. Yeah. So like, so, go ahead, bro. No, nah, I was just saying that's what's up, man. Ryan has yeah. been giving flowers to your dad for allowing you to uh, right, yes. have a hand in what he was doing. Yeah, that's that's what I, a lot of us need, honestly. Like, it's a lot of people like me coming up who don't know where they fit in the world or what they can do, what they can't do. You know what I'm saying? But. It really start with that coming up as a young kid, seeing what your parents do. Yeah, it is a privilege. You can't take that for granted, for sure. Most definitely. I can relate to that because growing up, I seen my dad in business and being an entrepreneur. Like, I never seen my dad work a regular job my mm-hmm. whole life. So, like, that's part of the reason why I'm, I'm on the entrepreneurial way because I know you can live a certain type of way without ever having to go work every day of your life. So, like, do you feel like being seen in business early on gave you that mindset? You know, like... I can do, I can be a bitch, man. I don't necessarily gotta just be an employee. Yeah, like, ever since I was young, like, when I hit was 15, 16, I was like, everybody was going to work at Six Flags. You know, my parents, the person, you like, you should work at Six Flags. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, you know what I'm saying? That's why I was like, I started the Junior GFX thing. For sure. So I was on the football team, I was a sophomore, varsity kicker. So I had my, my, my teammates, they was committing, they was like, you my computer graphics class. Mm-hmm. You can do me a commitment edit. And he showed me, he was like, you make something like that? I was like, Try. I said I made it. Dude's famous. Yeah. Uh, wow. Thousand six hundred likes on the joint. Everybody was coming to eight. Can you make my community? Can you make my? And as I was practicing, I was practicing on the people I was getting paid for. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, it's all about you know clientele. Yeah, that's a blessing though. So yeah. what did they teach you as a young entrepreneur? Like having people come come to you for a service and like how did you set your price? Like at first, did people ask for discounts? Or did you like not know how much to charge? Because like I just started graphic design and people ask me for logos. They be like, what's my price on this? Mm-hmm. Am I not gonna deviate from this price? And then people don't see the value and shit like that. Yeah, they be like, they be like, bro, you gonna have it done? You have it done by next week? Or if you be like, I charge a hundred dollars for a logo, but this shit took me ten hours. Mm. Like you, when we were talking about in our pocket, you like, if I charge you like ten dollars an hour minimum wage, ten hours, I gotta charge you a hundred for it to make sense. But like, do you feel like people see the the significance behind graphic design and what it takes? No, not really. Like, it's hard. Like, like, cause I remember when I was young, when I first started, you know, everybody was like, "Hey, bro, that's me for the free, bro. You got it. You got it." <laughs> I, I was victim to it a lot. I'd be like, "Yeah, all right, man." You know, I was I was, I was small. You know, I'm full for it. Like, hey, bro, my edit, man. I'd be like, "All right," and I was just, you know, you know, what I'm saying, paid off. But yeah, a lot of times it. You end up having to put your foot down, you know, yeah. and like make a price list. Be like, this is my price, this is that price. And honestly, when people started saying like, 
I can't pay you this much. I'm like, all right, yeah. I'll, I'll get to you when I finish the ones who's paying me. You know, like, I'm sorry, I'm busy. I got paid stuff to do. And yeah. I start realizing, like, I'm too busy to be. Right. You trying to finesse you. If they really want that shit done, they're going to pay the money. Right, exactly. Yeah. Line, so. You know how they say, like, you would ask Gucci for a discount. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, then, and then that's what I'm about to say. Do you think you set them high prices, you let people know that your value? Exactly. Yeah. Like, I started out low. And then, you know, I went up, I went from 15 for a picture, was it? 20 for a video, then I went to 19 for a picture, 29 mm-hmm. for a video. You know what I'm saying? As I'm increasing, you know what I'm saying? You see my values increasing. Exactly. Significant progress. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because you my get, craft. Yeah, because you're getting, like, different clients now, and then now exactly. you're elevating now. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So, like, now you in it, you in it just for the graphic design thing. So when did you have the realization, like, I can do clothes now because I really know how to create anything. Because right. now that I got, now I know how to graphic design, I look at shit and be like, bro, I can make that. It ain't really yeah, much to it. Weird. I know how he did that. Oh, exactly. Like, so, like, when, when, did, when did you have that mind shift? Like, I can really make anything I want. All right, so I actually, also in 10th grade, uh, you know, I was designing for clothing brands. Like, mm. A lot of people were seeing me, you know, on Twitter because, you know, I said I was, like, the right people was giving me the right exposure. For sure. And I honestly, you know, they say, you know, people don't like that whole exposure thing, but sometimes you gotta do some stuff for exposure to get you in front of the right people. I mean, yeah, they, sometimes it'd be like, you gotta do it for free sometimes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I, I was doing that, and then the right people would see me. I make some stuff for their clothing brand, and then, you know, their clothing brand pop off. Like the DMV, where I'm from, like, our clothing, like, we got a lot of people, a lot of people do clothing, like, yeah. we're good at it. Oh, we gotta work. Oh, yeah. It's just like sometimes you live the GFS. Boom. In the mix, let's do it. But then, so I had always been doing that, and then I had always had in the back of my head, I'm actually making my own. You know? right. And the people would tell me like, bro, you should make your own clothing brand. Like, you should make your own clothing brand. And, you know, it's, like it's a lot of people who you know mess with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's when finally, just in November, that's three, five months ago. Is that five months? <laughs> yeah, that's like four months ago. I was in, like in my dorm, and I was like. I just do this because you know I was working at AHA mm-hmm. and I was doing my Edison cutting hair at AHA I was working like the overnight shift you know what I'm saying I was stacking you know what I'm saying so stacking like how you say you was working two jobs to yeah. uh, for what you want to start up so you know so you got to use that 9 to 5 to the find the 5 to 9 exactly, exactly. You know, so I was doing all that and then finally alright I make this edit and then behind this logo right yeah um, this is my first joint I made really I made it for someone else's brand, right? Mm-hmm. This logo, except it had a different name. It's a, it's a whole secret right here. <laughs> and the dude, he ain't like it. He was like, hey bro, I'm not really messing with it, bro. You know, so you can keep it. I ain't gonna use it, so I ain't gonna pay for it, cause I don't like it. Oh, I'm not saying, man, I love this so much. I was like, dang, I don't even wanna give it to this dude. It's so good. But then he said he ain't like it. I'm like, that was September 2020. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I finally was like, all right, you know, I'm gonna just start, you know, so tweaking it, adding all this stuff. Thinking of names, I was going to generational mm. fashion. I'm thinking, you know what I'm saying? I was, yeah. you know, I was like, mogul, you know what I'm saying? Like, I looked it up, you know what I'm saying? Conquering every industry, mm. so. stuff like that. And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to, you know, expand in every, you know what I'm saying, field there is to expand in. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I had a whole bunch of meaning behind it, you know what I'm saying? The Knights, you know what I'm saying? Going for the prize, the X's, and your eyes on the prize. Word. Mogul, this right here means forever. A lot of people be asking that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mogul, forever. And then I made the mock ups, I made a little promo video. Got all my friends to share. I was in everybody's DMs. I'm like, send to that key, send it. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I got harassed folks about yeah. But like, you gotta feel that confidence in your creation because right. a lot of people would just be like, I wanna do this, I wanna do that, but never 
but never actually tried it. Right. The fact that you even tried and we see in today, that's the whole thing. Like I took action. Right. You, you gotta take that risk sometimes. And did you, you learn like, how to market? Right. It's, it's all about marketing. Did but did you learn? Did I learn? I mean, it's it's always just been me. Like I've always been able to sell things. Like you know, like mm-hmm. you know, I'm. Real, I'm, I'm, I can talk to people. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, when I first started, like, and I had all those packages on me, I was like, "Dang, I'm gonna sell these to people here." Cause they were selling in Maryland. Right. I was like, "Hey, man, you look like you need a hoodie, man." <laughs> yeah. yeah. So fast. So like, you know, man, you basically like your own team, and you grafted like your own clothing right. and everything like that. So how was you able like to price point your own clothing? Cause now you don't have to go through like the loopholes and trying to find like a graphic design because you do that yourself. Yeah, you know, I had to, you know, so I had to think about a thing. How much other people charge? So I just got, you know, look at your competition and see what I was like, yeah. man, a lot of people charging $30, $35 for me. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just start humble, you know, so 39. All right. And one thing I will say is like, I have the best people surrounding me. Like, Word. back home, DMV, like everybody just support me through everything I do. It's like great to have such a support. Yeah. Absolutely. How important do you feel that is? Like having a good support system? And what advice do you give to people who don't have a support system? Yeah, I so I say it's really great having a good support system because you know, I got my man Nas, mm-hmm. Chris, my Miles, they all be in my dorm, we all should be talking. You know what I'm saying? Like our goal is all to elevate, you know, so we elevate each other. When I was first starting this thing, I was I was telling these boys, you know, get in the car, man, let's go do this, let's go do this. Yeah. I, you know, my, no, I was taking my pictures, I had, you know what I'm saying, Chris, you know what I'm saying, get some ideas. You know, so he was all, you know, just helping me towards working, you know what I'm saying? I was hanging off the ledge, taking a picture. Yeah. Where is it? And they was all here, you know, saying, get down, get down. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so then it's really important too, my fault. You know, no, you good. But it's really important too to have people who are going to keep it real with you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let you know, like, this is it. Or, like, this is not it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm Because I feel like it goes to anything. Like, music, if you're trying to rap, you know what I'm saying? You got to have people that's going to tell you, like, yeah, that's so important. Yeah, just can't have yes, man. Yeah, just can't have yes, man. That's a disease. Exactly. Sure. For sure. Yeah, because I'm about to say, man, it seemed like you um, put the people that's on the same path as you, like exactly. same vision as you. So I was important, like to let people go, because that's an alpha male, male man. You gotta let people go, bro. Right. And you know, some people have a propensity of being like that beta and just settling. So as an entrepreneur and a black man, so how so how like important, like you know, like because uh, it is like to cut people off, like that's right. on the same yeah. path as you. It, it it happens like I don't even really be having to do it like just you know besides you lose contact with people that you know say aren't on the same path as you mm-hmm. it's like hey, it is what it is like you gotta have a tunnel vision though like, mm-hmm. you gotta cut out some distractions mm-hmm. yeah. yeah some folks gonna slide out the way by themselves right mm-hmm. there yeah. like really when you change you require other people around you to change and other so a lot of people ain't gonna be willing to do that. That yeah, so, bro, that's that's big, because that's what I was about to ask Nas, like, what have you learned or, like, hanging around Judah, like, what are some of the things y'all learn from each other, how do y'all help each other, what thing what y'all both trying to do? Shit, I'd say, it would be like, you know how some people really don't agree with having, like, teams? Yeah. Judah, I consider him my teammate, that's my brother, so it's just like, we come, like, when we come together, like, to make stuff, it's like, it's just gonna be fire, because his, his ideas, my ideas coming together. It's just like, I don't know how, it's like, it's like LeBron in the way, I don't know. <laughs> like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he throwing a lot. Shit, I'm throwing a lot. He throwing a lot. It don't, it don't matter who's throwing a lot. What's going on? Exactly. Yeah. That's, I feel like that's so big, but like, I feel like, we was talking about this in our last podcast. People from my generation, they don't really know how to talk to people. Mm-hmm. So you'll walk past the same motherfucker every day 
and you will not know he like the same thing you like mm-hmm. just because y'all too scared to talk to each other and it, it could be something great mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i feel you like sometimes you know so you gotta make the platform like because like like i've always kind of struggled struggled like some bad anxiety and stuff mm-hmm. you know having a hard time approaching folk but, you know sometimes it you know sometimes you just gotta say screw it but like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know i'm saying like i know coming here like i was thinking dang because you know it's best to you know what i'm saying know people because knowing people really works for you yeah that's how this but that's literally how this work exactly mm-hmm. like the more people you know it's the more money you can make for sure so, like exactly. i did you i did nice now i'm doing you but exactly. it's all like the networking in between exactly. that's, what, networking that's what it's all about thing. right so like uh, i'm coming here you know, before i came here i was in maryland i made the better college 2025 page i was like see so me agree I was saying meet each other, network, and all that, mm-hmm. and that's where I met my vice president. Cause you know I'm class president at Benedict. You know I, I met the dude. I was saying that he got a lot of school spirit. You know I'm coming here yet. Yeah. Like, hey man, can you help me run the page? Cause you know, I had so much shit I was doing. Mm-hmm. But, you know I was like I also tried to run that page. It's like too much. Word. So I got somebody, you know, Ty, the little skirt, had him, you know, help me run the page, and boom, we started campaigning together for our thing and we won. That's what's up. Bro, I feel like that just speaks to like the leader in you, the the boss in you, quote unquote. Cause yeah. like, you know how to get the people, you know what you want, but you know how to put people in position to elevate them as well, to get like the common goal. I feel like that's like a good leadership role. That you that you saying, like from how you how you wanna be the standard for your siblings, to how you know how to bring a team together to accomplish a common goal. Like that's something people should take to, cause like really if you wanna like you know what the saying, people you wanna go you want to go fast, go alone. You want to go far, you go together. Yeah, like that's really that's really exemplifies that. Yeah, I feel like, and I, I like that you able to. Um, I mean, you just got the capacity to move. Like it's a lot of things that could have been holding you back with the anxiety and um, being a, a foreigner, a first generation American, and you know all these different things. But I feel like part of the reason that. You is moving the way you're moving is because you're a foreigner too, you know what I'm saying? Having parents that come from a different country and being attached to that lineage and knowing what it's like to be over there and not have what you may have over here. Like, So I commend you for that, you know what I'm saying? Being able to move certain shit out of the way. Yeah, sure, yeah. Cause I, oh, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Because I was about to say, because I even see, you know, when you just said, fuck it one day. And just went out through like with me, like I always had like a speech impediment. And then like one day, man, I just said, "Fuck it, man, I got a phone, video, it's out there now." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So man, I, yeah. so man, I just want to give you your flowers, like man, that's bold, bro. Respect. Yeah. And then the same thing with me, like I battle with anxiety a lot, but like it's a lot of times I just gotta be like, "Fuck it." Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that'd be my advice, people. Yeah, you know, they have a mental health issues. Like I know how it be. Like yeah. it's crazy because before I started, you know, going through all that anxiety stuff, like. I used to think like, dang, depression, bro. Like, yeah, like, that ain't real. Like, yeah. like, I mean, <laughs> everybody kind of come up like that because so in the black community, like depression ain't yeah, really depression a real thing. thing. In like an African household, they yeah, don't, when I, when I, they don't consider it. What do you mean? When I, <laughs> when I told my family about it, they don't laugh. Words, <laughs> yeah, bro. Like it's a, so outgoing. Yeah, yeah, my mom ain't even African, but it took her a minute to like cut like figure out like what's going on like she like oh you ain't eating it you ain't getting out of bed till 5 8, 5 p.m like something might be wrong like yeah. but it took her a minute to come to that realization yeah, like, like yeah think about it like back in their day like and nobody really paying attention to it mm-hmm. yeah. back in africa nobody paying attention to yeah. it so, yeah. yeah i that's feel like crazy. that's a that's a big thing bro like mental health as an entrepreneur because like 
young entrepreneur, let me say that, because like we juggling more than one hat. Like we go to yeah. school at the same time. Right. We sure. trying to chase our dreams outside of school. Mm-hmm. We trying to have a social life at the same time. So how important do you think it is? We say finding balance, but nobody really got balance. But just, exactly. just know how to juggle. The perfect balance. Yeah, yeah, just know how to juggle it all. Like, how do you feel important it is to like to give yourself time to live a little, give yourself time to have, be in tunnel vision mode, give yourself time to feel bad for a little bit, and then learn from it. Like, how important do you think it is to like basically really just feel your emotions and live in the moment? Like, you you always got you know saying take some time for you. Like this whole time, like I've been in this campus like i've been in my bed like having mm-hmm. time just resting because i like i've been going hard mm-hmm. you know i to take time to rest myself mm-hmm. you know, so you just gotta like prioritize yourself because you know i gonna do it for you nah, you, know, nah. you gotta take care of yourself like, and like, that's, oh go ahead go ahead i was saying it's, it's real hard you know being a student like, I sure. my, my, my grades like i've always had you know some decent grades but Came to college and I started all this stuff I was doing. Mm-hmm. Like, like, my, my Drew, yeah. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. And I, I'm supposed to be class president. You know, my grade's supposed to be dropping, but hey, man, I'm a human. But, yeah, it's yeah. real life, and it's like, what do you, where, where your heart really at? Is your heart in like the thing you're trying to pursue, or is your heart trying to be like, um, um for Mr. 4.0? Exactly. exactly. Yeah, like, that's what I always tend to say. Like, when you get your time to rest, like how you were saying, and like. I mean, you just, you start reflecting inevitably, like you resting, you ain't doing too much. You automatically going to go into yourself, go into your head and start figuring out, like Zion said, what do I want to do? What don't I want to do? Like, where, what are my priorities like? You know? And you got to stay creative. So you're like, you got to rest. Cause I was about to ask you, like, how are you able to stay creative and you vice, I mean, like, you know, a president, school, entrepreneur, like how you able to like to create them, creative juices flowing? It's like. I just like I be taking inspiration from my surroundings, mm-hmm. and I be praying a lot. You know, saying God, I be like, you know, saying, God, I need to figure out something because you know, creative block, writer's block, it's real, it's real, bro. You know, what I'm saying, you just, gotta, mm-hmm. just gotta find like take inspiration from your surroundings because it's 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 art everywhere. Mm-hmm. Thank you. But prayer is super important. Thank you. I, I, yeah. I pray a lot, and I see that as just asking myself the questions. I feel like you already got the answers embedded in you. You just gotta kind of go search for them. But you, yeah, you're not really searching if you're not communicating with yourself. Right. And I feel like that's what prayer is, so that's important too. Man, I like that, bro. Yeah, for so sure. like, mogul forever, bro. So like, where do you where do you see mogul forever going in the next five to ten years? Or what do you, what do you want it to be? What do you want it to reflect? Uh, I really want it to you know be more than a clothing brand. Like I want it to be like you know some community outreach, all the everything like. I want to expand it. Like I'm taking my GFX business. My yeah. brother, he shoots videos. The video, mm-hmm. trying, you know, we're combining to be a mogul, VFX too. Like I'm trying to, you know, build an empire. Word. Yeah, it's like like sustainable. It's not like we on the same page. But that's yeah, what we're all trying to do. Oriented too. Exactly. Yeah, that's like starting media companies, a media brand, not just a podcast. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's multiple aspects to it. But now I feel like that's the that's the advantage of what we're doing now because we we looking up early so. I say it's everybody 10 years down the road, who know where we're going to be, how big exactly. we're going to be, and we already within each other's network. Like, really, your network is your network because that's going to determine how much you work. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, really what I'm learning, like, it's like a, <clears throat> it's like a life, it's like, it's like we live in a class-based society, but it's determined, like, what rooms you can get in, like, what type of life you're going to live. Right. If you hang around a whole bunch of people that just been 
uh, docile, docile workers all their life. Mm -hmm. That's what you probably gonna be a product of. Mm -hmm. But you get out there and be able to get hang around some entrepreneurs, you might end up being an entrepreneur. Right. Exactly. Man, it's the herd, like the mentality. Yeah. Or just like even the people you care about, you're gonna wanna like make them know that you care about them in some kind of way naturally. So you gonna start to get into the shit they into it. Like if they need help with something, you gonna be willing to help them with it because that's your friend. You know what I'm saying? Right, exactly. But that's all about surrounding yourself with the right people. Right. I wanna make sure everybody eat. You know, everybody mm -hmm. coming with me. Like you see, someone's like being stagnant. You got. You got to drop. You can be the person to keep them. Sometimes you can be the person to keep it real with them. You know what I'm saying? But some people, they just don't want to listen. Like you said, yeah, yeah, you can't save everybody, bro. Exactly. Man, you got some people that's happy with, I mean, like, just where they at. Right. You got some, you know, can't people, exactly, bro, man, you can't settle at all. So, man, I was about to ask you, like, you know, we all in the process of growing and, like, elevating. So, you know, the process can be kind of dreadful as in, like, man, I want it now. Or, like, man, like, now is the best time. But how are you able, like, to stay or fall in love with the process on that you in, though? I feel like, really, it's, like, it's wins that, you know, motivate me. Mm. I, like I'm always chasing the next win, like cause like when I'm doing something and it's working for me, and I see the fruit of my product. Like mm -hmm. it's the best feeling. It gives me like a satisfaction. And so, sometimes it takes longer. Yeah. But you know, what I'm saying? you just gotta be able to you know say wait. You know, so take losses. I say like, in one of the drops I did for my COVID brand. Yeah. I messed up my money. Like my profit wasn't crazy. Mm. You know, like it's like you know, it's a part of it. You know, what I'm saying it's like mm -hmm. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm like, I'm like thinking like, dang, bro, I really just messed up. You know, what I'm saying I expect too much to make it. You know, I ain't make that much from it. Mm -hmm. But I'm just like, you know, it's a it's a learning lesson. You know, what mm -hmm. saying? Like, my competition been out here for years. It's, it's my first, it's my third month. Like, you know, yeah, I, yeah it was the second. Hey man, back to the drawing board. But really, so learn the process, bro. The losses be the best. Like that's what I learned to appreciate. Like me and Zay was talking about. Zay was talking about this early when we first came. Like I only see the bad stuff. It's bad stuff no more because it just it's just all teaching you how to really do what you want to do. Mm -hmm. yeah. At the end of the day, you just one step closer. Once you once you lose, once you fuck it up, mm -hmm. it's right back to the drawing board. We're gonna do it this way now because the last way didn't work. <laughs> but a lot of people just be scared, scared to fail or scared to even try. They like. Cause I just, cause social media just showed the, the end product. I yeah. feel like so everybody falling in love with the end product, but the cheat code falling in love with the work. Yeah. Yeah. Don't nobody ever show the beginning either. I feel like people think like I don't want to fail, but when you feel like I was talking about it at dinner, like you yeah. really just gonna go back to where you started, and that's not a fucked up place to be in. Mm -hmm. you might have a little bit less money. You might gotta go work a job, but like. That's better than, you know what I'm saying, being on the streets, which you've never experienced, or, you know what I'm saying, um, you know, any kind of fuck shit, you know what I'm saying? But, like, people be so scared to take a step back, and, like, sometimes you need to do that in order to learn how to take the next step forward. Yeah. Man, it's like it's life, though. Yeah. yeah. Man, it's the information for me, though. I mean, because it's like, you know, when you fail, then we then like, man, I've earned this, though. You know what I mean? Because right. you better than the other individuals that's just sitting there not even trying. Right. It's like the information, because right. the information is like a golden ticket to where you're trying to get to. Because now you know it. Now you don't end up with the clothing brand, you know, because you don't lost some money. Now you know, like, okay, I know to spend this much money. Exactly. And now I know to put this much aside. And then, next, right. you know, when you do your next drop, it's going to be exactly. over and done with. For sure. Mm -hmm. And like, so now that you got, well, you really still really early in Mogul Forever, but you already started like the scholarship thing. Wait, why was that important to you to do? Did you do a $500 uh, student yes, scholarship? Sir. So why was that important to 
important to you to do so early in your business. Like you just started a couple months ago, you already giving away money. So right, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, it's like like I was saying earlier. You know, I said my community they they help me a lot. Like my community, they pay me. You know, so they always they they elevate me. So it's just real important to give back. Yeah. Like I remember one time we was sitting in my dorm, we was just wallowing in like the success of my first job, and then I mean, Niles, he was like, man, I feel like the reason you was like doing good is like because you always give back. And I was like, man, like, good, like you gotta give back. So you know, I took donations. You know, I said community help donate. And I said donate to themselves. Yeah. And then you know, I was able to bless a young entrepreneur in high school. What did that feel like? So, did, like? did that feel better than you selling something? Did it feel better than you? It's like, what What was that feeling like? What was going through your head? Did you feel like reassurance of what you were doing? I was thinking like, dang, bro, I imagine if, because I applied to so many schools, I applied to not so many, but I applied to a bunch. You know what I'm saying? I, I didn't really win nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, dang, like, I imagine like, dang, if I won $500 because I made a two-minute video, dang. Off, you know what I'm saying? Somebody realizing my drive, like, somebody really recognizing the work I did, like, that make me feel great. That would motivate me to, you know, to get it even more. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm glad that, you know, I can help provide motivation to someone who's doing that to me. That's big, bro, because, like, one thing I realized, you never really know who you influence. Like, right. you think, like, get on that, like, I think one of y'all said this last podcast, like, you know, we think getting on Instagram and, like, creating content, that's being influential, but mm-hmm. it's really about the thing, like you said, yeah. can somebody resonate with you? Right. Yeah. And if they can resonate with you, you, you're an influencer. Right. Exactly. So you're influencing some people that might not ever talk to you, yeah. but they watching what you're like, doing. Right, and I didn't even realize that until, you know what I'm saying, like, obviously, like, paragraphs in my DM for people, like, I knew it didn't really talk to them much, like, hey, Joe, I just want to let you know, but you are actually, like, an inspiration to me, like, it's about what you can leave on the world. Right. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Legacy. Because we all die. You know what yeah, what's, what's somebody going to remember you for? Exactly. You want to leave that imprint. Mm-hmm. I, I had I had an experience, man. I was realizing, like, you know what I'm talking <laughs> about? <laughs> like, I was realizing my, my, like how small we are on this planet, man. Like, you got to do something. Like, mm-hmm. Something big. Right. Because you think about it, bro, like, Think about like a sand dude, like we're all like a grain of sand. Yeah, for like, sure. You know what I'm saying you gotta. I want my sand to be green if everyone else is brown. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, like it's a movie. Uh, you know that movie Coco, that Pixar movie. Mm-hmm. Have, have y'all seen it? I yeah, you seen it. Like, seen so it. like the whole thing is like motherfuckers in the afterlife. The only way that they stay alive in the afterlife is if somebody who already alive remember them. Mm-hmm. But as soon as like everybody that's already alive forget them, then they soul go away forever. Mm-hmm. And so it's like I kind of um, put that uh, whole theme of the movie into like my life or everybody else's life. Like really, like after you gone, like you really still alive. You immortal as long as you got something for people to remember you by. Right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Man, that's a good point because I feel like once you master like the influence level, then you get to the mentor level. Because mm-hmm. like my mentor told me like even if I leave, like I'm still gonna be here because everybody's gonna eat off the fruits of my tree. Mm-hmm. So I mean that's a great yeah. point, bro. So mm-hmm. us making yeah. an impact, we are gonna be leaving trees that everybody's gonna eat right. off of. Mm-hmm. And I see that like I honestly see that on Benedict campus like it's like a. Oh, we talked about this in our podcast. It's like a transition that's happening. Like, yeah, you can see, to get it. you can see everybody like forming in somebody. Like, bro, I see you being big one day. Or I see, what, I see what you're trying to do. It, it's gonna work, bro. And it's like, damn, I'm gonna get to say I went to school with all these people, or I knew all these people, and we all came from the same atmosphere. So, let me ask you, like, what has being in Benedict HBCU did for you as like an entrepreneur and as a person? Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I gotta say, like, being surrounded by, you know, my people, you know, it's, it's really good. And it's like an entrepreneurial wave, like, has really come over better than, you know what I'm saying? Like, a whole bunch of, you know what I'm saying? Black people who wanna do it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Do it for them. Cause then you gotta make it work for you. Yeah. I'm surrounded by a whole bunch of people who wanna do that. Like, it's only good for me. Yeah. It's only good. It's gonna rub off. Cause we sure. all feeding each other. Yeah. Right. Like, it's literally like group economics. Even like, if you ain't wanna do nothing at first, walking around campus, you gonna see somebody who got that table set up or see somebody who passing out flyers or something. Like, you just gonna feel it. Like, you're like, damn, right. I need to do something too. Like, exactly. That's the influence. That's the inspiration right. I was talking about. But, like, I feel like that's the beautiful part. Cause we able to sit here and talk about it and, like, feed each other this thing. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about, feeding feeding the next man to mm-hmm. uh, the best you can because that's the community aspect. Exactly. Yeah, bro. So, Judy, we got this segment we do on official site fashion. It's called the OPL segment. Uh, official, like what's something official that you feel like is underrated? Psych, the psychological aspect. If you can give mindset advice to anybody, what would you tell them? And then the fashion, describe your style in three or less words and ratio drip one through ten. So, first, let's start with the official segment. What's something official that's like something that people should know about who is hella underrated? Some people should know about what's hella underrated. Shoot. Man, I think on this one. <laughs> it can be anything, person, place, thing, term. Shoot, I think. Well, sketching, you know, brainstorming. Mm-hmm. Like really like drawing out a plan like, mm-hmm. and really taking the time to think. Having a rough draft. Right. Like, because, you know, sometimes you want to do it, but it's good to, you know what I'm saying, do it, make sure you're doing it right. Because, mm-hmm. like, if you're not doing it right, you want to do it, you do it, you do it wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But having a plan is like part of the cheat code to being successful because if you don't write shit down or have a checklist of what you're going off, you're not making sure you progressing. Cause like you can be always moving, but you can be running in place because you're just doing busy right, work. You're not right. really doing progressive work. Mm-hmm. But like I feel like that's important, yeah, making a like, plan. Right, and like resolutions, cause like I wasn't never like the type to you know to make a New Year's resolution. You know, so I started making that. So I'm making like checklists, like long term, short term goals. Yeah, like, uh, it really it helps out. Yeah, we can resonate with that because we made our New Year's goals and like we accomplished a couple of them in just the month of January so yeah. far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and like in the month of January, it's like, damn, we really just got to focus and get tunnel vision or something. And shit will start, you'll start to chip off the list. And like, right. that's, like you said, the wins will keep you going. Yeah, that's what it's a feeling when you deleting shit off your list. you like, damn, that shit getting smaller. I need to add more stuff to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, for sure. So we got we to do official, the O out of the way. So the psychological aspect, bro, if you can give anybody mindset advice that's listening, what would you say? So, uh, mindset, man, I gotta say, man, like, do better than you did yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like, you always gotta do better than you did. Like, it's 24 hours in a day, that's a lot of time. Like, that's a lot of times, you know what I'm saying? Learn from your past mistakes and do better. Like, just keep doing better. Like, I apply it to, like, everything I do. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I And do everything like it's your last. Like, mm-hmm. I apply it to when I make an edit, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll make this like it's the last edit I'm gonna make. Uh, like, if I'm. If I'm dropping something, if I'm presenting something to people, I'm be like, I'm gonna present it as good as if, like, would I be happy if this was the last thing I made, like, yeah. would I be happy where I'm at if I was, like, to die now, you know, so you wanna make sure, try to be where you're at, but then again, you don't, don't try to rush it too much, like, well, you yeah. gotta take it slow and enjoy things, too, you know, yeah, that's the process, for sure, most definitely, that's 
And then the last one, man, the fashion tilt, since you missed the mogul forever. Describe your style in three or less words, bro. I see. Staple piece. You got one more word. <laughs> <laughs> colors, man. Colors. Yeah, staple colors. piece, colors. colors together, man. Hey, it makes sense, bro. It makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, like, I like it. Because like, I told you how I'm the type of person, you know what I'm saying? I draw you wearing the same thing. Yeah. Like, it's, you got something nice on you, something that you be proud to wear every day. Oh, yeah. And a P2. So I was pushing feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like how do how do it feel? You know, like no, like I can put on my own clothes. On this, I got put on nobody else's clothes. Like, what's that feeling? Like, it's cool, cause like I don't really be buying clothes like that. Right? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like my closet is my closet. Man, so I started this brand. You know, my closet is you can literally build it out. Exactly. I want like, some pants. I can make some pants. Exactly. Like, and for my 17th birthday, I actually made some customized jeans. Mm-hmm. And so that's when I, you know, they started getting into this fashion stuff kind of because I was like, dang, like, this is kind of sweet. I, I took a bandana mm-hmm. and then I put it in that joint, cut a hole out, you know what I'm saying, taped it on it. I took some paint, I started splattering on it, splattering on it on the board. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, this looks sweet, you know what I'm saying? The color splash, like, with, like black with some splatter of a color in white, like, it, it just looks, it's so, like, aesthetically pleasing. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, that's what I like. So, so that's hard, like, bro. Like a good color mix. Show bro, so like, if the people want to find you, they want to shop more forever. Hold on, bro, man, you missed one. Raving his drip through one through ten. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> bro, rate the drip one through ten. What you gonna give so? Uh, I rate it smooth eight. Eight, okay. Did okay. you say eight too? <laughs> I, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I can do my life. I'm, I'm about to start doing my life. When I drop this spring summer collection, man, it's gonna be some real. Yeah, for sure. So you can put some fish together, bro. For sure, so eight, he out of here with the eight. That's not bad. For sure. So if people want to shop mobile forever, or they want to get, learn more about you, Judah, where can they find you at on social media? Uh, you can find me at my my main Instagram page has the link to everything. Uh, Judah03, that's J-U-D-A-H-03, and then there you got Judah GFX, Mobile Cuts, and then Mobile Forever, which is my code name. Most definitely. Not sure. Where, they want, where, where can they find you at? Right. Like he said, they can find everything in my, my bio, but on my accounts on Sack Chase and Nas. Put it on Benedict and photos by Nasir. Sir, uh, they're getting me right with the pictures. Most definitely, be sure to tap in with these fellas, Hassan. Zay, you got anything you want to leave the people with? No. Nah, man, but thank y'all for being on here. Yeah, yeah sure. Thank, thank y'all. y'all. So, most definitely, it's not the last time. The first of many, first of many. So, official side fashion, fashion, financial literacy, and mindset through the lenses of young creators and entrepreneurs. Yet again, we brought to you another dope young creative and entrepreneur. Always something new on the way. Be on the lookout. Official side fashion out.